Welcome to the Millionaire Mindcast, where we broadcast weekly interviews with millionaire minds from across the globe to empower you on your journey of unlocking a rich and fulfilling life. It's time to unleash your millionaire within. Now, here's your host, Maddie A. What's going on, guys? Welcome into today's show. You guys know I love travel. I love business. I love hospitality. And we get to touch on all three of those things today. You know, when it comes to entrepreneurship, building a business, taking that leap of faith, a lot of people struggle with even taking that first step because of that imposter syndrome or the fear of not having enough experience or expertise. And I think you guys are really going to enjoy today's interview with Shane Mahoney, the CEO and founder of Lugos Travel, because he really talks about how he fell into being a tour operator and building a world-class travel business. And we really talked about a lot of different things on obviously all of those different verticals of entrepreneurship, business building, you know, the travel industry as a whole. Um, but I think there's a lot of tips and tools in here that you're going to enjoy specifically around customer experience and unique value propositions and processes and going a little bit above and beyond to build that customer loyalty to build that referral network, to create partnerships, not only with other business owners and service providers, but with your customers themselves. And he talked about four particular categories in general that um, I absolutely loved. And two additional categories that ultimately has allowed him to take his business through these unique value propositions to a completely new level. He talked about making things frictionless and how he goes about, right, creating opportunities to scale revenue through solving problems that you see in your industry or in your space. We talked about the psychology of your customers and how these things change over time, specifically in the context of travel and hospitality and what technology is doing to many different industries as a whole. We talked about his number one favorite travel hacks. We talked about why you should travel with a tour operator and how you can make those turnkey experiences one of your secret weapons for gaining and attracting more customers, the repeat customers, um, and really kind of turning, right, friction points into smooth, repeatable processes and building a business that allows you to actually enjoy the business that you got into for in the first place, right, which was not to be a slave for your business, but to really leverage and build and scale a business to unlock real freedom and time and, and fun. And so we cover a lot in today's episode. I got to ask a lot of questions selfishly around hospitality and you know building a business in the tour and um, travel industry and space. And I think you guys are really gonna enjoy this particular episode. So with that being said, be sure to check out all the links to show notes at millionairemindcast.com on Shane's episode. And let's dig into today's interview with Mr. Shane Mahoney of Lugos Travel right after this quick message from today's show sponsor. Let's take a quick break and hear from today's show sponsor. Are you struggling to close deals? Cold outreach can be a slow and brutal process. And in many scenarios, it's just wasting the time of both the buyer and the seller, especially when business owners who are trying to find qualified buyers are using inaccurate and outdated data. But it doesn't have to be this way. With LinkedIn Sales Navigator, your organization can overcome these challenges by leveraging this amazing technology and platform that translates comprehensive, high-quality buyer data into real-time insights and sales. 
These deeper insights empower sales reps and teams to adopt the habits of top performers, which leads to much better outcomes like building a bigger pipeline with real customers, leading to higher win rates and conversions, and of course, larger deals and paydays all around. We call this Deep Sales, and LinkedIn has built the first deep sales platform with the next generation of LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Right now, our Millionaire Mindcast family has an amazing opportunity to try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com forward slash mindcast. That's linkedin.com forward slash mindcast for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com forward slash mindcast and get started. Welcome to the show, Shane Mahoney. How are we doing, man? I'm doing very well. Doing very well. Thank you. I appreciate the time to be able to connect with your audience and uh, hopefully give them a little bit of uh, new information. Absolutely. Well, every time we get a guest on, you know, I think ultimately there's, I would say I'm a student of life. I'm always looking for my next teacher. And, you know, I think that's the beauty of our community as well as everybody's always looking to sharpen their pencil in some way. And even if it's just one little nugget or tip, you know, or mindset shift. Sometimes that's all it takes to get you to the next level. Um, so I'm excited to hear a little bit more about what you're up to and some of the great things in your space. Selfishly, obviously, you know, sharing uh, on the hotel side of things. And one of the things that we're passionate about, you know, is is just creating experiences for people. And you know, our um, one of our company missions is to, uh, in terms of you know, we want to engrave an unforgettable experience in the heart and mind of every guest at our hotels. And uh, I know you share in that same passion. And I think that's probably a similar mission. If you were to tweak that context to any business of how do you, you know, engrave, um, you know, an unforgettable experience for your customer um, and how that will serve you in growing not only your uh, your brand loyalty, but obviously grow your your revenue. And so we'll be talking a little bit more about some of that stuff today. But for those that aren't familiar with Lugos Travel and you and what you do, you know where did this all start, man? So it's, it's funny how this started because um, I, I graduated college and I think I did what a lot of people did. I you know I got uh, my first great job and then I parlayed that into other great jobs and. Uh, professionally, I just spent 12 years after college in sales, finance jobs, you know, progressively just uh, honestly making more money. That's really all I did. I got better at making more money. And um, so I hit 34 years old and I was just like absolutely done. I had never actually asked myself, what do you really want to do with your life? I had just done the like the next best thing that was put in front of me. Yeah. And <clears throat> so it's funny how things work out because I had had this like uh, this crazy plan. I was like, well, you know what? Uh, I'm half French. Let me move to France. I will be a ski instructor and, you know, I, it will suck uh, money wise, but I'll be having fun. And um, so I, I set on that path and my mom actually uh, found an article in France magazine about a guy who had a 20-year real estate agency in Colorado, sold everything, moved to France and started a ski school. And I was like, this guy gets me. I will have a job with him by tomorrow. So I wrote him a really long email. And I was like, dude, this is where I'm at. I'm in the same spot in my life that apparently you were. And I said, let's talk. And he was very generous. And we, we spoke the next day for four hours. 
Oh, wow. And the net effect was, you know, he said, look, he says, it's not that you shouldn't be a, um, a, a ski instructor. He says, but I think given that, uh, I've spoken to you for a while as I think if you, if you could do anything, you could be a great tour operator. And to be honest, Matthew, I had no idea what a tour operator even was now for perspective. I grew up traveling. My dad was a, he drilled for oil on an exploratory ship in the Indian ocean. So I lived uh, three years in Australia, a year in Borneo. I was an exchange student in high school in Barcelona. Like traveling was ensconced in my blood, but I had no idea what that was. And so just for your audience, a travel agent and a tour operator are two different sides of the coin. So travel agents really don't generally make custom tours. What they do is they find clients and they pair them to tour operators. Tour operators like we are, are the ones who create the experience and put it all together. And uh, one of the things that separates Lugos Travel is we don't sell through travel agents. We just sell directly to people. So we wanted to shortcut that process. And so, uh, so here I was, I was 34. I was given this like, you know, go check out this other thing that you didn't even know about. And so I just did a ton of research. And to be honest, at the end of about a month of research, I plan A, B, and C for my entire life was be a tour operator. I was just like, I'm all in. Like I pushed all the chips in and I was like, this, this is what I'm going to do. So, um, so it's been, it's been a, a crazy uh, coming in July, 11 years, um, because I started this industry with exactly zero experience in my industry uh, or, or what more normal practices were at all. And so what we've done is we've developed a lot of the tools that we use. Um, and we are very much one of the only companies to do several different things within the travel industry and space um, because we do everything different. And I think what that does is it creates a better experience for people because I can take my knowledge and experience traveling the world and put it towards the American mindset, um, which, which, which is often, you know, hey, I'm going to go to this one place this one time and I want to do as much as I can while I'm there, yeah. I'm probably never going to come back. And I understand that at a very foundational level because there's so much to see. It's really tough to say, like, I'm going to go to this place like a bunch of times. Um, you know, most people that go to Paris go once from America. Whereas, you know, conversely, in Europe, most people that go to Paris go there like five or six or eight times. So we just need to cater to the right audience. And that's what I try to do with everything that I do. I love that. Well, I know we're going to, you know, talk a little bit more about the travel industry and experiences and things like that, but I want to, you know, touch a little bit more on your entrepreneurial journey before we do that in terms of, you know, I think a lot of people have this imposter syndrome, right? Of, I don't have any experience in this space. Who am I to, you know, feel like I can go and succeed in this particular area or business you know, how did you overcome kind of that zero experience mindset and turn passion and idea into a legitimate business that we see today? That That's a great question. You know, I think um, just right off, right off the bat, when you said that, I was just like, no, literally plan A, B, and C was go be a tour operator. Um, well, I was really fortunate. I had I had a, a friend from high school who was celebrating his ten year anniversary, and uh, and trusted me first first tour out the gate. 
to go ahead and plan it for him. So, but you know, it's funny because I remember I had no idea what even a right pro- profit percentage was to, to to charge, and and the the truth is is that I earned my chops, but because on that deal, I think I went in the hole. I actually spent more money than they gave me to make sure that their experience was just top notch. And, you know, and taking that extra effort and, and, and not worrying about the dollars and cents of what I was doing on an individual basis, uh, but worrying about the actual final product, you know, that, that person is still a client today is a stark raving fan is the first, one of the first people to say, you know, when somebody's like, Hey, where should I, you know, I, I need a travel agent or I need somebody who can help me. And they're like, you know, boom, you should talk to this person. So uh, really looking at it from that perspective, um, I, I can honestly say I found my passion and what I wanted to do. Um, I just had to learn how to do it. And I knew that that just was going to take time. So uh, so I did. I invested in, in, in myself and my time and making sure that I was able to put together over time the systems and processes that made my company run better. I'll give you a great example. Um, so when I first started out, first couple of years, every single deal that I did, I went back and counted, was an average of 350 emails start to finish, right? Mm. <clears throat> Which is, of course, untenable in the long term. But um, as I was able to get the right pieces in place over time, uh, we, we've got that down to under 25 for every deal. Uh, doesn't matter what you do. Doesn't have a matter how many customizations. Now we can get it into a position where we understand what we need to do and how we need to do it, and we're not, um, you know, burning a lot of time uh, doing things over and over again the wrong way. So, yeah, systems and processes obviously are a big key to scale, right? And everything. there's that balance of being the doer. And, and and then also figuring out how do I, you know, kind of tightrope building at the same time. So eventually I can fire myself out of having to do these things and succeed through others and write your people and your processes. And what, what was kind of, you mentioned, you know, kind of taking inventory. That was just one example of the email piece, right? And building out right. those processes. You know, how do you take that inventory and what's the rhythm around what systems are needed? And how you went about building your company to where it can actually run without you, and you can go and enjoy, you know, the luxuries of why most people get into business for in the first place, but really never actually cross that milestone of being able to step out of the business and being a slave in the business. Sure. You know, <clears throat> if I heard the question right, it, it's, um, you know, how did you put all this together, right? Like, uh, you know. In my industry, really, a lot of tour operators. Uh, give you another example. A lot of people would come to a tour operator or a travel agent as really an order taker. Like, I want to do this. I want to be here. I want to do that. Like, and stuff like that. And uh, so early on, I realized that that is the mode that a lot of people want to interact with a travel professional. But what I needed to do was teach them that that's not exactly in their best interests because. Ultimately, and, and I'm going to kind of dive into philosophy. I'm glad that you brought up philosophy earlier because I am huge in philosophy. So philosophically, let's talk about what is a vacation and why do people take them? 
and what happens around the decision-making process of going on vacation, right? Yep. And so what I see is <clears throat> a lot of people want to go on vacation because they understand it's a way to recharge their batteries, step away from their business, implement new ideas, um, spend time with family, friends, and, and experience the world in a different way and through different eyes. So uh, what I find is that uh, oftentimes people will go and they will be like, I need to take a vacation. And so they start researching a whole bunch of stuff. And to be honest, that's doing my job, which I do every day, every now and then. And you're never going to be as good at it as I am. Just like probably, you know, I have never run a hotel. I would not be able to do what you're doing, right? So, um, <clears throat> so here's the thing, right? Is What is a vacation? It is to get away from your work. So if you choose to research all the things and read all the articles about the three best beaches or the hotels with the rooftop bar, you know, pools and stuff like that, like as soon as you start doing that, what you've done is you've accepted a new position at the job of where am I going to go on vacation and what I'm going to do. And now you have all of your normal stress in your job, plus the additional stress of making sure that you book the hotel on the right day. That you didn't forget that uh, you're going to have an overnight flight, so you don't book your hotel on the night you left and stuff like that. There's all these little things, right? And um, and ultimately, one of the things that really is big is who do you want to deal with the problems when they come up, right? Do you want to be on the flight and find out that the Airbnb you booked just canceled your reservation? You're going to land in a couple of hours, and now you've got to find a place to stay. Do you want that stress? Or would you rather be like, land and find out that that problem has already been solved, and the driver's picking you up and taking you to the new place, and you didn't have to do anything at all? Which one is a vacation, right? Which one? Uh, and so what I look at is like, by hiring a professional, what you're doing is you're actually taking a vacation from planning a vacation which is one of the most key components of taking away the stress of going on vacation. You now can focus on your job and making money the way that you do um, and not have to worry about all the things that come in to making sure that you have a good experience. So um, that, that's like, that's one of the really big things. It, it kind of came down to like, one of my friends was like, what's the best travel hack? And I was like, are you serious? Like I could give you Art, you know, you want top five lists. That's what most people want, right? Like, what's the top five beaches? What's the top five cities to go to? And I'm like, listen, those things are different for literally everybody. And my job is to be able to get to know my clients so that I can give that difference without clouding you with a bunch of homework to do. Right. And just be like, here, go here. This is good for you. Um, and, uh, and, and so now you're not spending all that time in your second job of planning a vacation and you don't have the stress of what if something goes wrong? Uh, and I think those are one of the ways that you can deep dive into having that experience that you so desire, um, without, uh, without the additional stress that it would take to do it yourself. So I wouldn't uh, be um, doing anybody a service by not asking. You brought it up and I had it written down, which was what are some of the best travel hacks, right? Maybe not necessarily, you know, destinations or things along those lines, but what are some of the things that, you know, people 
don't think about or undervalue or overlook when it comes to planning their travel that, you know, you guys really excel and specialize in? Best number one hack I have is hire a professional. Maybe not even us, but just hire a professional. Because honestly, like we are doing this every single day, multiple times a day, and we understand the pressures of what happens. But to get into the other parts of your question, um, you know, what are some of the things that I think people under undercut themselves when they do it? Honestly, like one of the big ways is hotels. For years, I heard people say, well, this is just a place I'm going to sleep. Why does it have to be nice? Right. It can just be a, a dump. And like everybody has some sliding scale of what, you know, what they're willing to go with. You know, at some point they're like, yeah, I don't want a Motel 8, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but I don't want the Ritz Carlton. Right. Yep. And uh, so one of the things I would say is this is, Looking at your hotel is actually a very, very big part of a great vacation uh, from the, the decor, um, from the position, the location, uh, the amenities. Uh, it, there's a lot of things that I think really go into the psychology of that. And so some of the things that we do is we focus on nothing but four star and up. Uh, we contractually mandate that we will never sell a standard room. We always do at least the one category upgrade to a superior deluxe. And really that's, you know, to just break off for a second, that's addressing the American market because most standard rooms in Europe, and again, we do business in a lot of countries other than mm -hmm. Europe, but most standard rooms in Europe are pretty small. It's really surprising to Americans when they get over there and they're like, this is tiny as a postage stamp, you know? And so it's like, well, we already know that. That's why we address that and get you a bigger room. Uh, we include breakfast every day because <clears throat> most people will skip that step only to find out that if you didn't pay for it ahead, breakfast is 40 or 45 bucks a person. And you're like, whoa, I don't want to spend that. But then the alternative is, well, now what are you going to do? You're going to get up early. You're going to get completely dressed and ready and then go hunt and forage for your food in another country where you don't know where to go. And that's not a good solution either. So what we did is by providing breakfast, it's a small hop, but you can go down in your robe and your slippers if you want to. <laughs> I've seen people do that all the time. And to be honest, I have done it myself. Um, you know, but you can just slip on down to the hotel, grab some food, and then finish getting ready, you know, and leisurely leave in a way that doesn't, um, you know, create problems for your day and add stress. So those are some of the things, you know, I, I also look at hotels like this. You say that you're only going to sleep, but the truth is, it's the last place you see before you go to sleep. It's the first place you see when you wake up. And if you have a nice room and it's in a nice area and it has a great view out of the window, how does that not increase the experience that you're going to have in this other country? So I think, I think the philosophy of this is just a hotel where I'm going to sleep actually holds a lot of water for a quick visit. You know, somebody's getting married. Yeah, it's great. Go ahead and stay at like someplace like regular. It's no big deal. You don't have to go crazy, right? Um, you know, there's a funeral. Somebody's baby's getting born. Like work trip. Sure. Absolutely. Right. Go nuts on a like a normal regular hotel. But when you're going to go on a vacation with your family and you're going to invest um, you know, thousands of dollars to go to another country and figure all these things out. 
by all means, get yourself something that you deserve. Get yourself something that works. Um, and that adds to your experience and makes it better because ultimately we have our memories. That's about it. People can get kind of tight with their own money when they're spending it dollar at a time or thing at a time, right? Um, think about it, like if you go to the beach, uh, so you might have like 50 bucks for the cabana. So you have a little like shade and then you have another hundred bucks if you want to take out a jet ski. And then you have like lunch, you know, and all these like little things. You're like, oh, the beach is cheap. Like there's no charge to be sitting on the beach. But then you start like uh, adding up all the things that actually make a good beach experience. And it's like, oh, well, like if you're just being, uh, you know, if you're buying these things one at a time, you might say no to a few of the things that might make it really great right? to save a couple of bucks. When in reality, you would have had a much better time with a little bit of shade and a jet ski and a couple other things. And that's just a silly example that I just made up. But in essence, um, I spend my clients money, but I try to do it well in a way that adds value, not price. Price is what you pay, value is what you get. And I focus only on value. If we can give you a tour that you come back from and you can't even remember how much you spent that's a good tour. That's the bar I'm going for. And what is kind of the the cost for these types of? I know obviously it's 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 a wide range, but you know what what should people expect or what can people expect in terms of the value they're going to get, you know, and what that's going to cost them for the service. So we we as an organization take care of pretty much every single possible thing that can come up in international travel. So. Uh, maybe I'll just run through some of them real quick so you kind of get an idea of what you get for the money. And then I'll sure. give you some ideas of some of the tours and prices. Make sense? Yeah. So um, so what we did is um, <clears throat> is we broke every single tour into essentially two parts. And the first part we call the essential tour. And honestly, if 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 any client of mine only gets the essential tour part, that is a fantastic tour. There's nothing else they need to do. Okay. But the essential tour is anything that anybody would need, whether you've never been somewhere or you've been there five times. It's round trip, private, English-speaking transportation with gratuity included, starting from your house, anytime you have your luggage, or anytime it's more than 20 minutes from point to point. So we solve all of the transportation problems minus you're going to dinner and you can just take a cab because it's like five minutes away, right? Two, we include hotels. I just said four-star, superior deluxe rooms, breakfast included. We do focus on boutique-style hotels. We typically want to incorporate an architectural or historical component so that we can deep dive you into the culture and the people around that. Um, We always include, if you have train tickets, first class. um, And we always include one welcome dinner, one farewell dinner, and one privately guided tour. Uh, in each city you visit. And when we include a private guided tour, we always include skip the line access to whatever you might be going to. So for example, if you're going to the Vatican, you could not do that tour through me and you'll spend two hours waiting in line just to get inside and another four hours going through. 
Or you can go through me and be there an hour before they open with absolutely nobody around and cruise through. That's uh, up to you, but how do you want to marshal your time? Yeah. So that's the essential tour. All right. So we can serve that particular tour in any of our countries in uh, five minutes, quote. That, but what really makes it magic, what makes it personalized and customized is what happens next. So our enhancements are subdivided into four categories. Now, what we found is most people fall into at least one, if not more of those categories. And each of those categories, we provide four to five curated options that allow people to choose how they want to make that fit. And I say curated because I want people to know we already know what sucks. So if you are like, hey, I would like to take a sunset camel ride on the beach. I'm going to tell you, no, you don't. You really don't want to go there. You might have seen it on Instagram. I'm sure it looks fantastic. That is not an experience you literally want to have. So uh, what are these four categories? We we have the first one is called savor. Anything foodie related, really. Uh, tastings, wineries, breweries, cooking classes, uh, you know, chocolate workshops. Michelin star dining opportunities, anything and everything to do with food goes into that category. Second category is explore. We use that for anything cultural, people, places, anything that could be added as a, as a cultural marker uh, goes into there. Our third category is excite. It's probably my favorite one. Uh, it's anything adrenaline related, a hot air balloon ride. You want to drive Ferraris on or off the track. Do uh, you want to fly in a P-51 Mustang going over World War I battlefields, whitewater rafting, skiing, bungee jumping, any of it, all of it goes in that category. And the last one, we found that some people just really want the best of everything, and we call that our pampered category. That could be room upgrades where we take you to junior suites or suites, four-star to five-star hotels. Um, that could be uh, personal shoppers, or that could also be... Uh, half day full day spa packages we we don't include things like a couple massage and that it's more of like this is what i want to be there for um and then so so each of our four categories provides four or five different options and our clients have the price of those options and can literally click to add them or not add them and we'll put them into the right place in the in the itinerary so you don't have to actually pick what day those things are going to go on We'll do that for you. You just have to pick, do I want to do this? Yes or no. Um, <clears throat> and then in addition to those four enhancements, we have two more things that we're, we offer that nobody else does. So the first thing, and uh, and I'm going to spend a little bit extra time on this because Matthew, you said something earlier that, that keyed me in on this. What's the marker of a great vacation? Like a great vacation. For me, philosophically, if you have spent hundreds of dollars to put a picture from your vacation on canvas, frame it, and put it in your living room. That was a good vacation. You want to remember everything about that trip, and you can anchor all of that from one picture. But the problem that I see is that too many times vacation photography is like this. You know? <laughs> and it's like this arm in arm big cheesy smile, something in the background, right? It's just, it's like, it's what I think is it's a great picture for Facebook, 
but nobody spends that kind of money to blow it up and put it in the living room. It's not that good. So what we did is we hire, it's again, it's an option. Um, for two hours at a time, we will hire professional photographers with medium to long range lenses in a paparazzi style photography session where we want you to have your real genuine smiles as you're <laughs> walking. And we have the cool stuff behind you because not because you were posing, not because you had to, but just because there was in the moment yeah. capturing the real experience, not posed, not planned. I have hundreds, maybe thousands. I love that. That's, that's cool. That like make a real difference. So that's that's one of the things that we can do. Um, that's a, that's a great option, and we that's give a- clients of ours options to do that one, two, or three times. So they can they can do it a lot or a little. And then when it's done, what we do is we provide a uh, I've got one here actually a uh, leather bound uh, custom photo book that um, that has all your pictures. Well, not all your pictures. That has a lot of your pictures and stuff in it. And then we release all the digital stills to the client. So they can do whatever they want with them. It comes with the rights, which is important. So that's our photography package. And then the other thing that we do, um, and this is this one also deserves a lot of explanation, unfortunately, because again, nobody's doing this. But we chose very specifically and distinctly to not be a signature or virtuoso agency. Uh, do you do you know about those? Most people in the luxury space know about those. It's basically a marker of luxury. And essentially, the reason that it exists is because those organizations have predefined contracts with hotels around the world to be able to provide a certain amount of amenities for clients that book under their umbrella. Now, pretty typically, those amenities fall into the the, uh, chocolate-covered strawberries and champagne route. Okay, So here's the thing. If I have a client paying me for an Icelandic, Peruvian, or Egyptian tour, and I give them a bottle of champagne, I'm pretty sure that they'll generally like it if they like champagne. But the problem for me is that you've paid me for an Icelandic or an Egyptian or a Peruvian tour, and I just gave you a French experience. Mm. For me, that's a big disconnect. And, And what I found over the years is that as a professional, I understand what the local specialties of every every area that we do business in. And I knew that some of my clients weren't stopping in the right store. They didn't go down the right street. So they didn't even know about these experiences at all. The the net effect is if you don't know about it and you miss out on it, you haven't really lost anything. However, I hold myself to a really high professional standard. And so I know you missed it. So what we did with our custom daily amenities package, and the reason we don't do Virtuoso and Signature, is to be able to take locally produced, local specialties in all sorts of categories. And we have one of those items delivered to our clients every single day. Those those things have been uh, wooden bowls, knives, colognes, perfumes, food, non-food, alcohol, non-alcohol, clothes. Uh, candles, you name it. We don't care what it is. What we care about is that we can give you a deep dive into the culture and people. These are not things that can be found in a uh, in a tourist shop. And we deliver these things to you so that you genuinely don't miss out on something. Like, for example, uh, I'll give you two examples. One in Belgium, 
You ever been to Belgium? No, I've been to Germany, but close. No, I haven't been to Belgium. So you ever heard of a Kuberdon? No, probably not. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's a conical gummy candy that they literally sell in like carts. They put them in paper bags. There's nothing sexy about them, right, in general. But my wife like loves them. She loves them. And they're a big thing there. So, you know, that's like one small thing that we can do, right? That's like one part of what we do. Yep. Are you interested in boosting your income by an extra $50,000 this year? If so, you're going to love what I've got in store for you. I am beyond excited to officially announce an incredible opportunity to join me in my exclusive mastermind, which will include myself and 25 other hand-selected investors who are actively pursuing commercial real estate in 2024 and want to be held accountable to making sure they buy their first or their next commercial real estate investment property that will net them a minimum of $50,000 a year. This mastermind group will not only teach you how to do that, how to find, how to analyze, how to structure and buy these types of commercial real estate investment properties, but you'll also have an opportunity to be a part of an intimate group of high achievers that are going to take your network and your resources to a whole nother level. But here's the catch. Like I mentioned before, this is exclusive. We're only selecting 25 ambitious individuals for our founding members group who are serious and ready to take that next step in their commercial real estate investing journey. So if you are ready to increase your passive income by at least $50,000 in the next year with commercial real estate investing, then this is your moment. These spaces are gonna fill up fast and trust me, This is the one and only time to be a founding member, which comes with some pretty special benefits. So head over to myfirst50k.com and submit your application now. Again, that's myfirst50k.com. You can head over there, check out the program, see everything that it entails, submit your application to join, and I can't wait to connect with you soon. The other part is like, what about something a little nicer? So we do business in a hotel in Scotland. And just to paint the picture for you, this this is a castle. It has five rooms only. We typically book our clients into one of the five rooms. And that one room specifically has a window that overlooks kind of like a meadow, a cliffside drop the water and out in the water in a visible range is a small uninhabited island out there. On that uninhabited island, there is a very specific green flecked granite, which only exists there. And only one company has the mining rights to that granite. They make curling stones. But as a result of them making the curling stones, a little bit of the material that's left over is sold to a local jeweler So what do we do for our custom amenities package? We're going to provide sterling silver and green granite uh, cufflinks to the men and a matching necklace to the lady. That's dope. It comes with a story that tells you this is where this came from. And you can see it right outside your window. And that's what it is. So what is that experience like when, when you look at it from that perspective? Well, I mean, yeah, obviously we could have booked any hotel and we could have gotten you a bottle of champagne. But can we repeat that kind of level of experience? not you know doing it any other way so that's that's kind of uh some of the ways that we do things to set ourselves apart and be able to put our clients first in the experience rather than what's really for most other agencies the easy way which is hey can you put a bottle of champagne in their room i I love that 
Uh, you're speaking my language. One, I might be calling you up to uh, book that Scotland trip for me and my family because uh, that's on our top five list. And um, two, I think you know what you're highlighting here that I think applies to any entrepreneur, any business owner, anybody that's looking to give somebody an amazing experience, right? Is those unique value propositions that go above and beyond just being run of the mill or what everybody else is doing. Sure. But thinking about how do you you know, based on your industry or your service or your product that you're selling, how do you really create those separators from everybody else being that, let's be honest, right? The world of business is noisy. It's crowded. You know, we've got a lot of options and access to information and reviews and all those things, right? So it's like, how do you really give yourself that type of edge? And I guess my question to you is, you know, how do you, you do it? So the people that know about it, you know, enjoy it. I know that. How have you guys been so good at um, giving people the window into what that is and actually knowing about those things, right? Acquiring those new customers, growing your business, getting people to talk about it. What are some of your you know, um, referral and review strategies that, you know, allow people to shout about Lugos Travel and how great you guys are? You know, what does that look like for you guys? I, I would love to say that we're doing the best job we can with that. Uh, but I, I know the the reality is that we could be doing a little bit better. Um, you know, we did grow this. I, I grew this company for the last 10 years on nothing but repeat and referral business. Um, what we've been able to implement now with the um, essential tour package and the enhancements is being able to, and I mentioned this to you earlier before we, before we started recording is we can get a proposal into a client's hands in under five minutes where every single other company in the world is taking five to seven days. First proposal, five to seven days versus us, five minutes. And so um, how do we do that? It, or why do we do that is probably the better question is because what I really understand is that ultimately I was just like everybody else. I had a regular job. My family. I had all the stress that that comes with all of those things and trying to balance work and life and what I was going to do. And every year, I found that I really wanted to take a great vacation, but that the stress of planning it and putting it all together was really just more than I could bear. And so I did what I think a lot of people do. I kicked that can down the road, and I was like, I can't take care of that right now. I've got this other thing that's got me busy, but I'll get to it. And and eventually kicking that can down the road works for only so long because then at that point, at some point, you're going to realize that if I don't make a plan like now, the flights are going to be more expensive. The hotels are going to be booked. It's going to be really, really difficult to be able to actually do anything. And so when that stress builds up, I think what most people do, and I, and I know it's what I did, is we just we want to hit that easy button. Like, what is the fastest possible way that we can go from I don't have anything planned to it's done? And so we wanted to really think about that that process and put that into place. Because ultimately, I really want to keep people as experts in the lives that they have and not create new experts in something they don't need to be an expert in, mm-hmm. right? Ultimately, um, I want you to have a great vacation. I don't want you to be great at planning vacation. Yeah, turnkey, sit back, let me just enjoy. Right. And so so a lot of what we've done over the last years, uh, the last year to be able to implement this system 
is to be able to give people that choice to do things. But I'll tell you what the ancillary benefit is as, as an entrepreneur business type uh, podcast. I think this would be interesting to people is in every single company in the world, getting a proposal into the, the, the customer's hands. And same for me for the last 10 years had a cost. It was a cost of money, time, and, and people. And so to give you a great example of what that looked like, clients would come to me and say, hey, I want to take a tour. And then I had to take a lot of time, typically an hour with that client to understand who they were and what they wanted so that I could then build a completely custom proposal. And a week later, I would give it to them and they'd be like, this is great, Shane. I can't believe this. But what I really want to do is change this, this, and this. And I'd be like, that's fantastic. No problem. So then I would take it back to my team and they would get the new pricing and then they would send it back to me and then I would send it to my graphics artist and then it would come back to me and then I would send it to the client. And they'd be like, this is fantastic. Let's do it. But now two weeks has gone by. So the stress level is this point. It's like super high. Everything is, is, you know, they just wanted it to be done. And it's now two weeks later, right? Yeah. That's one. Um, but, but ultimately, what we did by implementing the system is get rid of all of that time. Now our clients can actually not only get their proposal in under five minutes, they can completely craft and customize it in an afternoon with their loved ones. And here's the best part, Matthew. They didn't have to spend one minute on the phone with me. You didn't have to tell me anything about yourself because I changed the the system away from like saying like, hey, who are you? And what are these things you might be interested in? So that I could then pull like great suggestions. But every single time I did it, there was never once that people were like, this is perfect. I'll take it. It's done. They always wanted to change. And so... I started looking at that and I was like, I can, I, I think that I'm spending this time with them to be able to shortcut that process. But in fact, really what it's doing is just adding more time and more stress and more, uh, more of my clients time too. And so by being able to think of them first, I already knew what the options that were great and the options that weren't that great. You know, I kind of mentioned this earlier to you, like we have a, we have a tour in Cabo San Lucas. And like options that are really, really cool. We have 600 horsepower, $120,000 Baja trucks that you can take on a five mile closed course. That is a blast. People want to do that. And honestly, everybody should want to do that. What is another great experience? Uh, Being able to tandem paraglide where you can literally fly a foot over the waves crashing in on the beach or go up like a thousand feet and check it out from afar. You can see the the rays swimming in the water and all this stuff. Super cool. But what sucks? Well, it looks really good on Instagram to see camels, uh, to ride camels on the beach in the sunset. And if you've never ridden a camel, it looks it looks cool. But if you have ridden a camel, then you know that it is not a comfortable ride. They're not exactly the best smelling creatures. And here's the thing. It's billed as a two-hour expedition, but the realities of every single operator that does it is it's a 20 minutes on the camel. It's an hour and a half of an eco tour where you learn about how recycling is a good idea. And I'm like, that's not cool. Nobody wants to do that. I've never met a client that's like, yeah, teach me about recycling 
before I go ride on a stinky camel. Um, it's just not a good thing. So what we did is, is we thought about our clients first and we got rid of the options that were no good. And so we only present options that are interesting, different, and great. Um, now, it's not a comprehensive list, but it's a good enough list that we can tell you that no matter what your tastes or interests are, we're going to have a fantastic time for you. And how does that work? Well, it's, it's done and you did it by yourself really, really quickly. Love it. I love it. So as we uh, wrap up today, brother, one, I know a lot of people are probably going to want to, you know, um, reach out to you and learn more about, you know, one, your entrepreneurial journey, but two, your, your service and your product. We got a lot of high net worth people and people that love travel, lifestyle experience. Um, so I want to make sure that they know how to, you know, connect with you um, there. And we'll be sure to link up all of that in the show notes. And um, we'll get to that here in just a quick second. But I'm curious on, you know, what are you seeing change in the terms? This is a selfish question, by the way. Um, what, what are you seeing change in terms of, you know, the psychology of travelers and, and the world of travel? And you know, what do you what do you think has changed since COVID? And and where do you kind of think things are heading in terms of the travel industry and market as a whole going forward? So from a from a like say a thirty thousand foot view, what I've seen over the last twenty years. And then we'll we'll pivot to the last like two years. But over the last like 20 or 30 years, you used to have to go to a travel agent because they were the gatekeepers of all the information. Mm. Then the internet comes out. And then what I believe happens is there's now all the information in the world. And in my opinion, there's too much information. Now people have more decision paralysis because how do you pick between these two hotels? This one has 600 reviews. This one has 700 reviews. And both of them have about the same number of stars. Like, how do you pick that? Well, it's under, you know, it's understanding um, which one's going to give the better service, but you're not going to know that from the reviews. We, we know that because we take tours and we, de- we depend on partners to be able to check up on what's going on and boots on the ground. Yep. Right. So, um, so just seeing that industry change in that particular vein, I think the internet gave people a really false sense of being able to do it themselves. And the truth is, is that it ultimately, it's not a very difficult job in the sense that a lot of what I do is clicking the mouse button and saying, buy this. But the difference is, is the knowledge and experience that it takes to know what to do, when to do it and why to do it. Um, You know, a great example that comes to mind is using private guides. Most people that have ever used a guide, used a group guide. Um, And group guides are essentially the Disney ride of guides, right? They have a specific schedule. They have to be here, they go there and stuff like that. And so one of the things that like, I look at is like, let's say for example, uh, I was was in the Hermitage in St. Petersburg, Russia. Um, And so I was in this gorgeous, gorgeous museum, really appreciating the art. And I saw a group of like 40 people with this one guy with like a paddle with a number on it, like group 40 or whatever, right? And he comes into this magnificent room. People like spread out. They look at like three paintings before the guy's like, group 40, we've got to go, right? And, and all I thought about was, okay, these people each spent, let's say five to $8,000 just to be in that room to see the thing that they came so far to do and someone else just told them it was time to go 
and they didn't have a choice. And I think that that sucks, right? Because ultimately, understand what you're paying for. So we use private guides only because if you're in that room and you want to stay longer, we want you to stay longer and there's no problem with that. But conversely, we want to respect your time. So if you don't like that, you can say something like, this is, I'm just not into this. And that's it. The tour changes 180 degrees to what you do like. So it's about maximizing your value and your time and understanding the trade-offs that are made is something that uh, we do that I don't think the internet can teach you by just clicking some boxes and checking some stuff out. So that's like that's like the, the last 20 years. Let's look at the last two years with COVID. Now, COVID absolutely ravaged my industry. But here's how that's really working uh, around the background now. A lot of companies around the world had to cut a lot of staff because of COVID. They didn't have any money coming in, so there wasn't any choice. But now that travel is back, and it's not just back a little bit, it's back to pre and then some numbers. And so the problem that's happening right now is that everybody in the world is absolutely overloaded with requests that they can't get too fast. Mm. So what reality was of getting a proposal in five to seven days before is even for me, if I do a completely custom tour, it can be very difficult for me to get those kind of numbers and plans in five to seven days. It's often taking longer. So. I find myself at a really interesting point where we've implemented the system to be able to immediately quote at a time where nobody else can do it even close to that. And it's actually taking longer. But to look at it from another perspective is what do we do to take care of those problems? You know, and like as a company, they just, we just got rid of this requirement, which is fantastic. You no longer have to have a COVID test to come back to the United States. But we used to take care of that. So we would set that up, including, you know, in some places, have the doctor come to your hotel room. Uh, In other places, we would arrange for you to go to where you needed to go for a testing facility. But we we take care of a lot of those problems that happen in and around travel. Um, You know, and and again, it really comes down to, you know, when there's a problem, who do you want to deal with it? Do you, do you want to raise your hand and say, I want to deal with it? Mm-hmm. Like, no, nobody does that. But understand that any international travel has multiple, multiple parts to it. And any one of those parts could put you on the job to fix things immediately. And I mean, like, literally, it's funny. We started this conversation and I not five minutes before we started it, I was dealing with a client whose, whose flight was uh, delayed and they were going to miss uh, tomorrow morning, going to the Giverny Gardens uh, to see uh, uh, Monet's Gardens and Van Gogh's house. Well, you know, uh, she only had to tell me that her flights changed and when they changed them to. And we've literally already changed her tour to be able to not miss that experience. We just we just delayed it a couple of days, so we switched a few things around, and now. She gets to experience and do the things that she really wanted to do, but without without having to do anything, really, um, and without having to miss it just because there was a flight delay. Mm. It's not her fault, but just because it's not your fault doesn't mean you won't pay for it uh, one way or another. Uh, if you, she'd have booked it herself, she would have been paying for that. Yeah, right. Yeah, I feel like you know, there's definitely a renaissance of 
the travel industry going on right now, you know, technology is obviously playing a big role in that too, I think. And, and just what, you know, travelers want and don't want and need and don't need, you know, it's very sure. interesting to see the evolution of that psychology, you know, and that mindset, the physical side of things and how it's executed. Uh, and it sounds like, you know, in terms of implementing some technology and some processes and systems, making that frictionless, making it turnkey, right? Delivering that service and that experience, you know, ultimately, I think is, you know, what people expect and, and probably going forward are going to continue to demand everyone get on board with that, right? Whether you're in the travel industry or not. So it's been a pleasure, it's man. Good. You should demand it. Yeah. I honestly, like, understand that you are worth it. You don't have to put up with something substandard these days. There's too many options out there. Um, and so don't de demand something that's amazing because it really can be delivered for you if you know where to look and what to do. Um, it, you should, you deserve it. Well, Shane, I know a lot of people will want to know a little bit more about Lugos Travel and where they can learn more about your company, you. What's the best place for them to do that at? So we actually uh, touched on really only Lugos Travel. I'd encourage anybody to go to shanemahoney360.com. That's Shane, S-H-A-N-E, Mahoney360.com. You can actually see all of our web properties. We have Entrepreneurs Travel Club that we also take uh, entrepreneurs and put them on tax-deductible travel vacations together so that they can deepen relationships with other entrepreneurs. Um, and we also have a charity arm that we do travel to give back. Um, and that allows, uh, that allows people to book what I would say is everyday travel, not big vacations, stuff like hotels, flights, and rental cars. Um, but we actually donate a portion of the proceeds to the charity of their choice. Uh, a lot like a smile.amazon model. That's cool. except we donate five times as much on a higher ticket price item. So I've got lofty goals with that. I want to try to donate a billion dollars in the next 10 years. Um, and I think we can do that with less than 2% of the US using the, the property. Um, so shanemahoney360.com, go there. You can see everything. And also, you can, you can reach out to me. You can get on my calendar. Anybody has access to my calendar to be able to get more information and understand uh, what our team can do uh, to make your life and your experiences or your business better um, through travel and the travel tools that we have in place. I love it. Well, guys, be sure to check that out. MillionaireMindcast.com on Shane's episode. Brother, appreciate all your time today. Looking forward to staying in touch. And uh, thanks for dropping by Millionaire Mindcast. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that interview. And if you did, all I ask is that you share it with somebody else who maybe needs to hear this today or that could gain some value from something that was talked about or discussed in today's interview. You just never know one piece of information, a conversation, a tool, a resource can completely transform and change the trajectory of someone's life or their business. So if you get any kind of value or you want to support the show, all we ask is that you help us organically get this in front of more people. Also, for those of you who are really looking to accelerate your wealth building journey and unlock more financial freedom, get more time back and just level up your life, your business, your finances, be sure to head over to therichlifeacademy.com to check out all the amazing products and resources that we offer to our Millionaire Mindcast family, whether that's one-on-one -on -one coaching with me, courses from our guests, all kinds of free content, downloads, checklists, upcoming event info, and how you can connect with us live, in person, all kinds of great valuable tools. You can get that over at therichlifeacademy.com. Last but not least, 
I always want to know, who do you guys want to hear me interview next? Let me know. Shoot me a text at 844-447-1555. With that being said, until next time, keep investing in yourself and your wealth on your March to a million and beyond. Cheers, my friend. <laughs>